Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Bosses only hang with bosses. Bosses never take a loss. Boss never is a Boss steady doing numbers. They say my back against the wall, but I'm ten toes deep, and I'm still standing tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the booth. <laughs> Back in CT. It doesn't sound as great. No. Seattle, what up? <laughs> Post Russ, how we doing? <laughs> no QB, Drew Locke. Hey, holla man. at me. They, they struggling now. Yeah, and it's not looking too good, man. <laughs> Quarterbacks everywhere. Flying off the shelf and coming back on the shelf. Fact. Shout out to Tampa Tom. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and of course, the news, news, news. Yeah, man. Welcome back. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back in my own space. Let me say that. Not necessarily CT, but back in my own car. Felt great to drive. Think it 100 on the highway. Cops, <laughs> please don't arrest me. But also just, you know, being back at the crib, getting organized, getting back to my routine, going to hit the gym later. Everything's good, man, and sports are happening. You, like, sir, happening. also miss two straight snows. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you came back to 64-degree weather. <laughs> Thank God. God, it's crazy because over the weekend in North Carolina, it was like mid 40s. And I was like, yeah. yo, what's happening? That's crazy. I shouldn't be wearing a jacket right now. But then I seen your tweet. And you said, I am sick and tired <laughs> of this snow. I almost put on the Stephen <laughs> A. Jones. Today, Today is a very bad day. I was like, man, yeah. it's almost April. What is it doing snowing out yeah. here? I checked the forecast and it says it's supposed to snow next week, like 40 percent chance. And Trash. I was like, yo. Like enough is enough. Like <laughs> enough is enough. It's sixty degrees today, and it's gonna snow next week. Like knock it off. Yeah. But it's March, which means shout out to future because March Madness yes, is sir. officially here. Fill out those brackets, guys. Bracket season, Cinderella season, all that. But again, NFL for the second straight week has dominated the headlines, and it all started because Tom Brady on Sunday announced that he is returning. Unfinished business. <laughs> he was like, man, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not staying home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. Giselle told him to take out the trash, and he said, all right, enough. Forget yeah, it. Look, Forget he it. He had 40 days with his children Hated running it. around. Hated it. He was like, you know what, actually? <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Bruce, I'm coming back. Forget about this. Bro, he, told, he, he was in the backyard playing with his kids. He told him to run a post route, and it was like, what is that? He was like, forget it. <laughs> Enough. All right. Yo, Gronk. Facts. Gronk. Yeah, yeah. Gronk. Look, we back. Yeah, we back. We back. Bro, bro, Tom Brady been on a world tour in those 40 days. He was in Manchester watching United. I seen him courtside at one yeah. of the basketball games. I've seen him in interviews. <laughs> He's been doing everything, and he is bored. Yeah. <laughs> He's done. Tom Brady in the living room like, so what y'all do for fun around here? <laughs> what y'all do for fun around here? Y'all trying to go work out? <laughs> like, Kids looking at him like, like what? <laughs> Giselle, I'm done. done. He, he gets mad, walks out. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's just going in the backyard. He's going to be practicing like Russell Wilson was. <laughs> he's still in the huddle in the backyard. <laughs> but nah, man, Tom Brady announcing, you know, that he's coming out of retirement after 40 days, back with the Bucks, unfinished business, like yeah. we said. What does this mean for the NFC and more importantly for the Bucks, who 
were almost an afterthought without Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be them back in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> <laughs> right back I mean, right back to it. I'm not going to lie. The Vegas size for the Bucks. I think they were 50-1 to one before this. And then as soon as he announced, jumped down to favorites. Like 10-1. to one. I was like, Damn. the Brady effect. Opposite for Mitch. Yeah. I look, the opposite for Mitch when he's out with the Steelers. They, they went were, down. They were 50-1 to one and now they're 70-1. to one. <laughs> I was like, whoa. There's something not right here. I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute, is that a typo? But we'll get to Mitch later. How does this line the Bucks up now against the Packers, who just re-signed Aaron Rodgers to three years, $150 million, breaking the bank. Yeah. And now they actually have some not, players on their team that it's not are going to be resigned. It's, it's not as bad as you said it is. It's really a one-plus-one deal type of thing. And the way they moved around with the signing bonuses, the workout prorations and stuff like that. Oh, no. Really they Yeah, they, they actually dropped it down. I want to say like 18 against the cap this Because the cap year. hit is, is yeah. going to be only 28 million yeah. this year. Yeah, they, so. dropped, they dropped it down like 18 million yeah. uh, for this year. So they actually – the deal's not as crazy as right. it sounds. It's just the 50 million per year. It's yeah. just such a huge number. With that being said, we know Tom Brady is only making 25 million per year. Is it wrong for Aaron Rodgers to get the money that he's getting in order to, you know, compensate for the Super Bowls? Because the argument's always been Tom Brady is always taking less money mm -hmm. so he could build a better team. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers should take less money to build a better team? Because they also have some players on mm -hmm. their team that they probably won't be able to re-sign yeah. all of them. Yeah. So how do you uh, feel about that? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm getting all the money I can while I'm about I can. To say, how about to ask for 60? <laughs> what you mean? But no, this is this is a deal where this works for both sides. I mean, the, the contract, the five, the three-year $150 million is just, you know, that's fluff. formality. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's for, fluff. Yeah. There's not really, you know, it's not really going to be $150 million. I mean, the, the way that contract is constructed, he's actually, the cap hits are a lot lower than they would yeah, be. Yeah, no, nah, than they would cap, be. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, I mean, the, the first order of business after this deal was done was Devontae Adams. Obviously, Devontae Adams is not happy at all he with said, the franchise tag. He said he's not playing yeah. on the franchise tag. So, I mean, they're trying to create cap space now with extending people and moving around money. Um, they also have to restructure some people, but they're also going to have to release yes, some people, more. Right. most importantly. So right. um, they're going to make it work. I don't know how they're going to get him to, I guess, $20, $21 million a year that he wants, but there's ways to fit him under that salary cap that they're at. Mm -hmm. And I think they're working towards that. I doubt that they won't get to an agreement before training camp. Like, mm -hmm. I think this is going to be done. You're not going to play Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams. It's not going to happen. Okay, so what other players, aside from Devontae, do you think that they need, actually need to resign in order to remain competitive and essentially at top of the NFC? Yeah, so they already took care of work um, with uh, one of the Smith brothers. Yep. And then they also brought back, um, Devondre Campbell. So yep. those are two huge pieces on defense that you needed to be back. Um, Zadarius Smith obviously was the one that had to go. Yep. Um, so he's out the door, but you have somebody, a young guy, to come in his place. Uh, you know, a draft pick, a first round draft pick uh, a couple years ago who is now going to fill that void. Mm -hmm. And then you have extensions coming up for, you know, Jari Alexander Xander, yep. and other people like that. So, I mean, there's things you have to do. I think, you know, they had to release some offensive linemen. Yep. So you have to, you know, you're going to have to account for protection right. as well for right. your quarterback who's up there in age. So, you know, addressing the offensive line is one. And then another one is an, another receiver. And I think they I think they really want to do something at receiver. 
I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it in free agency. Especially how the especially yeah. how the receivers are getting paid in this free agency. Yeah. The receivers are getting to it. Yeah. They're getting the bag. Like Christian Kirk got the bag. He did. He did. He got paid, but the contract again, that's another example of the contract not being what it is. Built in that contract, I think they have escalators for sure. And I think they have Incent- like the incentive incentive yeah, based that, contract. That yep. But also I think there's an out after two years of that contract. And I don't think he's gonna get all 71 million or whatever mm-hmm. it is he's not going to get all that money it was 84 million yeah yeah there years. he goes yeah four yep. years it could be up to 84 yeah, million. Up to 84 million yeah. so I, I don't think he's going to get that four eighty-four million. matter of fact i think he's going to get released after two years it's like the the numbers are a lot of these are a little fabricated yeah. so you have to read the ins and outs to truly understand but the end game is always to build the best roster right. to have the championship and you know as far as the Packers, they've essentially had a great roster every year for a, a, a couple of years. Obviously, they've been to, you know, 13 and three the last, what, three, three seasons? Years, yeah. yeah. They've, host, they've hosted the playoffs yep. and they've yet to make the Super Bowl. Right. It's essentially time for them to step up. Aaron Rodgers has his money yet again. Yeah. So, I mean, he needs to step up. The Bucks have a ton of players that they need to resign. And I know they've already started that process. Yep. But we'll see if they're able to bring back, you know, the core of their team, you know, the Fournettes, um, Gronk. Like, you still you still have a lot JPP, of people. Yeah, they, JPP. they have people that need, they need to bring back. And yeah, they have people that need I don't to know bring if they're back. going to be able to do it all this time. Agree. Matter of fact, they already lost two of their guards. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is – and they just lost a, a, a safety to the Jets. So, yep. this is, you know, this this – Bucks team is not going to be the same. Yeah. Just financially, they just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, they can't. They can't do it. And I mean, I get it. And I'm, Tom Brady's not coming back and taking you know right. too much too much of the pie. But it, it's just they just don't have enough money to go around. Like there's a hard cap that you yeah. have to stay under. So it's going to be a lot of finessing. But free agency has been kicking off, and we've seen a lot of moves. Amari Cooper to the Browns. Browns also released Jarvis Landry, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers, which I think is huge. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers really bolstered their team up. Cowboys, they re-signed Gallup. They lost Randy Gregory when they thought he resigned. That was a wild <laughs> sequence. <Yeah. laughs> that was a weird sequence. It's funny to see Skip Bayless say, yes, we retained, you know, Gregory. And then he says, Randy Gregory showed his true colors. I was like, yo, the switch up an hour later is crazy. Mitch Show, yeah. you sick for that. <laughs> like You can't praise him and then knock him. We see Kirk Coupons finessing the game yet again. $35 million guaranteed fully. Like Packers, like you mentioned, releasing Sedarius Smith. Steelers signing Mitch Trubisky. We mentioned that. Odds got worse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, odds got worse. Like There's been a lot of moves. I think the Jags have made a lot of moves. Dolphins signed Cedric Wilson, and they got Teddy Bridgewater. Um... <laughs> I don't know if he's going to – I feel like he's eventually going to take to a spot at some point in the season and then lose it again. I feel like it's, it's going to be two mid-quarterbacks that can't throw past 30 yards. I never So, it, I mean, they they got they, – they signed Cedric Wilson, but he, don't go deep. Like, they're not getting it to you that yeah. far. Um, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a lot of moves. What has been the biggest move so far to you or the biggest shocking move that we've seen so far? Shocking or the best move? Uh, the both. Give me the best move so far that you've seen, and the like the most shocking move that you've seen so far in free agency. All right, the, the best move I've seen was it had to be the James Daniels contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I, I mean, I personally love James Daniels. I thought when he came out of Iowa, he was a fantastic interior lineman. He can play all three interior line spots: left guard, center, right guard. He's he's just a tremendous athlete. I mean, he can do it all. Phenomenal blocker. Um, I'm surprised that he went under radar. Like I'm surprised that teams did not want him. 
especially all these offensive line needy teams. Yeah, true. I was just shocked that nobody really wanted to, you know, he had a market, obviously, yeah. but the money that the Steelers are giving him, I was surprised he, he didn't get more. Uh, maybe he wanted to play for, you know, a better organization than the Bears yeah. or whatever, but Great. I thought James Daniels to the Pittsburgh Steelers was a fantastic move, and I think that – He's a you know future Pro Bowler. I think I have to just think that he's a really great interior lineman. So yeah, give me your most shocking move. It had to be Christian Kirk. I mean, <laughs> matter of fact, it was so bad with Christian Kirk that other teams were upset that they reset the wide receiver market because yeah. they thought they were going to get guys at <laughs> right. one price, and now all the other guys are like him. Yeah, <laughs> we right. we want more than them. I'm better than yeah. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey said, "Yo, I'm at the wrong position." And Darius Slay. Yeah, Darius Slay said, "Yo." I'm about to start lining up on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's one of these things where I think everybody, even the reporters that are reporting this on air, because I'm watching all this going on, yep. and they're like, it's going to shock you. It shocked <laughs> us. It shocked us. We didn't think he was going to have all they this. Had to triple check the number yeah, to make like, sure. Was- you sure? They text back, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Him? Yeah, we just signed him <laughs> 84 minutes. Wait, question mark? Kirk? Yeah. Chris- Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk? It's not Allen Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Allen Robinson. <laughs> You mean DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, Hopkins. Wrong, wrong Cardinals you, you receiver. You traded? Yeah, wrong, card, wrong Cardinals receiver. But no, this is. I mean, that's the contract is not as bad as we think it is, but it's still a lot for Christian yeah. Kirk. So give me your, give me the team that you thought came up the most in free agency, at least so far, because there's still a lot more moves to be made. But give me one team that you thought came up, you know, so far. It has to be the Jets. I mean, wow. Yeah. The Jets, you know, under the radar, they have slowly started to pick up and have added some really nice pieces around the quarterback and also on defense. Like, I just, I like what they're doing. And I think Joe Douglas is doing a good job of building around his young QB, especially because his young QB is on a rookie contract. So you want to get that, you know, you want to get surround him with as much possible good players as possible. Jets going to be better than the Jags next year? That's, I mean, that's a tough sell. I think the Jags have been making some moves, man. Like, they've been, they've been signing, willing, and dealing. That's not the team that I'm picking. I'm picking the Chargers. The funny thing is, you know, usually a team that's throwing around money the way the Jags are doing, they usually are not good. Yeah, doing doing it doing it a little recklessly. Yeah. Like they're, they're just not. They're, they think they're making big moves, and it's really not going to pan out the way people think it is. Like paying a linebacker the money that they just paid him is ridiculous. I mean, Christian Kirk, you overpaid for him as well. You you overpaid for well, Brandon Sheriff. Yeah, is Brand, really good. yeah, Brandon Sheriff is good though. I think that was the best signing that they've done. Mm-hmm. But the, everything else, the, the Evan Ingram one threw me off. I was like, he's on the field like ten yeah, percent. You of gave the games. him ten million fully guaranteed. <laughs> like they're they're just overpaying guys to just see what happens. And I understand Doug Peterson what go, he's trying go to go do. Big or go home. He's trying to you know, and it, their general managers just not good. Let's just start there. Their general managers just not good. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. And he's overpaying for everybody because. Let's be honest, Jacksonville is not really a destination that people want to go if you want to win. It has great weather. It has great food. It has great people in Jacksonville. But if you want to win football games, that might not be the destination you want. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is, you know, an attraction, right? But you did not get a premier wide receiver. You got Christian Kirk. And then you Speakers. got <laughs> they got another wide receiver Zay as well. Jones yeah, Zay Jones from think, the Raiders. I, I think he's, that's a decent. No, I think he's, a, decent he's, a, he's a good receiver. But this is 
I, I don't know. The, the Jags, to me, are just overpaying guys just to overpay them, and I don't know if they actually got much better. You, you're unsure if it's actually going to work. Yeah. Because yeah, usually you think, when you when you win the offseason, yeah. you're not very good the next year. We've seen this yeah. happen multiple times. So. I.e. the Cowboys. Right. They, they win the offseason every year. And then the Dream Team Eagles, we've seen yeah. that. We've seen so many teams overspending free agency are just not good that year so i'm just gonna go with the chargers like i think the chargers yeah. picking up khalil mack obviously huge and then picking up jc jackson that is a huge i mean i don't even think those two moves were the, the biggest I, moves. I just feel like i just feel like <laughs> as far as defense they yeah. needed to like they need to like stack up on the defense and then obviously you know they re-signed mike williams and they have like herbert still on you know a rookie contract, a rookie contract. so i feel like they already had a team to me that was very competitive, very good. I thought the weakest link, honestly, was the coach. Um, the who, weakest link to me is obviously the coach, but as far as like holding him back, their their issue with the Chargers has always been defensive tackle. Yeah. And I, I think they, they they're trying to rectify that position right now. Like they signed two defensive tackles, one from the Rams, Sebastian, yep, uh, Day. Sebastian Day. And I, I think that was a great move, but I just feel like if you're not sure at that position, teams are still going to eat you up in the interior of your defense. And until they rectify that, and it's crazy because their their head coach, Brandon Staley, is a defensive-minded coach. So you would know the weakness in your in your defense. Your, the weakness was not corner. <laughs> their, their secondary was good. Their weakness was not linebacker, right? Their weakness was not edge rusher. They have Joey Bosa, and they had pretty good pressure. Now you from have Joey team. Bosa and Khalil Mack. Yes, Better, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Can, you can always get better. What I'm saying is, you can always get yeah, better. Yeah, they upgraded, and I right. get, and I get that. Like, you know, they still do have holes in the interior, so teams can definitely run straight up the middle right. on you and pound the rock. And that's what we've seen happening in, in against the Raiders when you right. know they essentially missed out on the tie. Yeah, but I do think that you know the defense got better, and every team has a hole. Every mm. team can always get better, but I think that you know them bringing in a better cornerback and a better pass uh, rusher or. Yeah, Ed, pass, pass right, pressure, yeah. yeah. And they already have a solid secondary, got solid weapons on the offense, and have a, you know, friendly deal in Justin Herbert right now in his rookie deal. Right, right. I think that they're not done. It, um, Obviously, I think they, they obviously do have room to bolster that defensive tackle position, yeah. and I think that they will. But I think that with that division in general, that division is competing with the NFC West yeah. for the best division in football. Yeah. So I feel like they're actually, you know, making moves to stay – the course in that division because we all know that Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like we know that we know what the Chiefs are. We don't know what the Broncos are going to be now with Russ. Right. And obviously they have a good defense already. Yeah. So yeah. I think that I think that the moves that they made are kind of just keeping them on par. Not not maybe not necessarily moving them above, but they're keeping yeah. them at least on par. And honestly, I mean, it, it, we both know this. They were a playoff team last year. Should have been the quarterback. The I mean, I'm not the quarterback. Their head coach is the it, reason why yeah. they didn't make the no, playoffs. Exa- literally. But they they are a team that you know Justin Herbert. This is you know this is year three. Yep. Of Justin Herbert, and you have yet to be in the playoffs, so they're kind of wasting time. They're kind of going against the edge because yep. guess what? He's going to ask for an extension next offseason. Yeah, he's going to need so, some money. He's going to need some money. You know, and you know, this is they have to make the paces a postseason, and they need to go deep in the playoffs this year. Yep. Uh, there's no excuses. You should be the second best team in that division behind the Chiefs. I really just think that if you don't overthink it, you'll be just fine. Yeah, As, if the coach doesn't overthink it, you'll literally. And you be can't just go fine. for it every fourth down. Don't overthink yeah. it. Punt the ball. Yeah. Like punt the ball. Like punt the ball. Use your special teams. Yeah. That's what you have them for. Kick a field goal. Try it. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's yeah. not. It's not that bad. All right. Of all the teams 
so far, which team do you think lost in free agency or or hasn't made any moves that you expected to make some moves? Uh, the Chicago Bears. Um, the Chicago Bears, to me, have kind of <laughs> undervalued. Yeah. yeah, they haven't really done anything. They, they signed a defensive tackle, but... Like this team, you're supposed to be giving Justin Fields as many weapons as possible. Yeah. Zero wide receivers have been signed. Nope. Interior, your entire offensive line needs to be remade. Yep. How many offensive linemen have you signed? Like you, the, the Chicago Bears have been so quiet. Maybe they're waiting on the market to drop or whatever, but you have a young quarterback on a cheap contract. Obviously, your cap space, you know, you're trying to rebuild that. You don't have much draft capital at all because of the Justin Fields trade. Yep. So I think you only have five picks in this draft. So I understand that you're not trying to go overboard with stuff and you don't have many resources to do so. But this is this is a team where you don't want to ever damage your rookie quarterback's confidence. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, you nah, know, this, this will be year two of Justin Fields. And year one was terrible. It was horrible yeah, under had, Matt Nagy. He had a rough first year. And, you know, he didn't have any protection. He had inconsistent weapons. The offensive play calling was atrocious. He had zero defense. Like The defense was terrible last year, yeah. which in Chicago, I mean, that's usually a yeah, team that, that has that's, great that's defenses. usually their Achilles heel is right. the defense. Yeah, like and what I, holds them. I just hope that the new regime that came into Chicago takes it serious on building that team around Justin Fields. I agree. No, yeah. I mean, well said. I was going to pick the Chicago Bears as well. Like, they haven't really done anything. And with a quarterback like Justin Fields who came in, you know, essentially midway through the yeah. season, got banged up a lot, yeah. like took a lot of hits as a rookie quarterback. And I mean brutal hits, but still was willing to get in there. And we seen flashes when yeah. he had protection and, you know, a little bit of time. We seen flashes of great players. Of, I mean, of a great player, but – Again, like the protection's bad. You don't have any weapons. Like it doesn't seem like you're really trying to help him. And I get it. You know, new coach now, mm-hmm. new regime essentially there in Chicago. But you need to start doing something. Right. Like you have to at least let him know that you're trying. Yeah. Like if you're if you're not making any moves, like it doesn't like you're really trying to help him. And he's gonna have the same mediocre season that he had last year. And teams are only only getting better around yeah. him. Yeah. Like teams are only going to get better around him. So yeah, like you need to make some moves to, you know, build his confidence and help get him to be the quarterback that you want him to right. be that you traded up to get. So five picks. That's yeah, all they got like, in this draft is in this draft class is only five picks in this draft. They so, could have more with trades. Actually, I think they yeah, they they added two more with the um with the Mac trade. Yep. So they now have seven picks, but you have limited resources. I understand it. But this is a young quarterback on his rookie contract. Do not ruin his confidence. Please. <laughs> like, please. Yeah, because if you ruin his confidence, you're really going to just – you're ruining his career, right, basically. exactly. Because he, he needs to eventually get off the ground yeah. and start moving. All right, man. Deshaun Watson obviously is the main domino now that most of the quarterbacks have, you know, come and went. Still waiting on Jimmy G to see what he does. Mm-hmm. But Deshaun Watson is the name, obviously. He will not face, you know, uh, criminal charges. And now that he is on the market, he can still face civil though. <laughs> True. So let's be accurate. With and that. he yeah. and he he also will pr- probably be punished by the NFL. Yeah. But I think that the teams that are you know very interested in interviewing him kind of already have an idea of you know maybe mm-hmm. how many games he'll be suspended. Otherwise, they wouldn't four be, to six is my yeah, guess. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going so heavy. Yeah, I said I was gonna say six to eight. Yeah. But otherwise, they wouldn't be going so hard. Where do you think Deshaun Washington should go? Because essentially right now what we're hearing is the Panthers, the Saints, Cleveland, and it was one more team, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Where do you think Deshaun Washington should go? The best situation for him is 
the Browns essentially. But if you're the Texans, you don't trade inside your conference. Yeah. So he's going to an NFC team. Yep. So that means the Saints would be the ideal landing spot. But if you are the Saints, what are you giving up right. to get him? And right. are you going to have centerpieces on your team that's going to carry you guys to the playoffs if you do this deal? Because we know what the price is for Deshaun Watson. Three, Three first-round first round picks, picks minimum. Plus players at least and more two, picks. Yeah, at least two players and then probably two to three more picks. Right. So right. are you going to have the resources to continuously build your team out and have really good depth at positions of need if you do this deal? And I'm not sure. I mean, the Saints general manager, Mickey Loomis, he finds ways to make deals. He finds ways to sign free agents. He finds ways to make money. But – this is a tough call because the Texans are not budging on price. I will tell you that they're not budging on price. <laughs> they, they've turned down plenty of yeah. teams. Yeah, they've turned down multiple teams and even teams that offered three first round yeah. picks plus. Yeah. So, you know, now that this is kind of the final three to four teams, this is all on Deshaun Watson, A, deciding his destination. Yeah, because and then he has B, a no trade clause. The business of it, which is the Texans and that team, is going to it's going to come down to the compensation. Like I, I think the Saints are going to be able to pull this trigger, and I think they're the front runners right now. You think so? Yeah, and I think that if they truly want to get this deal done, they will. Mickey Loomis will find a way to get this done. I, yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure who's going to get it done at this point. I don't even know how the Falcons actually got in the mix because I don't. I feel like they don't Jordan. have. He wanted that. I mean, he yeah. actually reached out to them. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because I was about to say, like, I feel like they don't have really have like the capital to really give up much. And then like, with the situation <laughs> with Matt Ryan, it's like I don't know how that would work either. So yeah. yeah, I felt like that was just a random destination. I really thought the Panthers were the front runners, and I know they've offered they were they've offered, <laughs> they've offered a couple of packages, and it seems like Houston's just like nah, nah, still not enough, nah, still not enough. And honestly, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I don't think I'll win in Carolina before I win in New Agreed. Orleans. So. Agreed. Yeah, if you really want to win, I would obviously try to go to New Orleans. What's funny is I find that the Saints organization, the fact that it's still a destination that people want to go to without Sean, Sean Payton, Payton is yeah. really interesting. I, I just yeah. don't understand because offensively, what are you? Nobody knows. Like, you don't know what you're going to look like offensively yeah, with the Kamara, Saints right now. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. You're right. Like, and, my, and Michael it. Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas. And we ain't seen him in a <laughs> two year. Weeks, so. Two years. Yeah, we ain't seen him in a year. So it's like. What are we really? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All I know is whoever does take on Deshaun Watson better be ready to take on everything that comes with yeah. it outside of football. Right. Like there there are a lot of people that are still won't be happy as yeah. fans if you if he signs with their football team. Right. Yeah. And that that's just going to come with the territory and this story obviously is something that will probably stick with him for the rest of his NFL Without career. Without question. Yeah. No matter no matter what he does, so they they better be prepared to deal with what all comes with it. Yeah. All right, man, as we jump into March Madness here, there's so much that we have to break down in this bracket, but we're not going to run through everything. I just want to start off the top, man. Is Carolina winning the finals? No. Cool, 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 cool. I don't even got, I, I don't got Carolina getting out of the first round, cool. Bucko. <laughs> Call me Bucko. <laughs> Sunny, Sunny. <laughs> this man is sick. <laughs> Hey yo! <laughs> All right, man. Let's, That's hilarious. No, you're, you're the worst. You're, you're the worst guy. <laughs> guy. <laughs> you're, 
You're the worst. Hey, <laughs> You're the worst, man. All right, man. Let's quickly go over this. In the West region, who do you have coming out of the West? Do you have Gonzaga or is it Duke or is it Texas Tech? Any any of these sleepers? I'm looking at Arkansas, maybe a UConn. You're not picking UConn. I have Gonzaga. You have Gonzaga? <laughs> yeah. I have Gonzaga too, but I don't know if that's going to stick in stone. One, because before the pod, we were talking about Texas Tech mm-hmm. is really good. They're really good. Yeah. And if they can beat Duke, I think they can potentially give Gonzaga some trouble as far as like the defensive side. Anybody that holds Gonzaga under 70 points is going to beat them because um, th- that's almost impossible. Yeah. But yeah, right now, give me Gonzaga. I do think that if Duke can make it to the Elite Eight, Duke will beat Gonzaga again. They're just I don't think Gonzaga is mentally tough enough. And Coach K's last hoorah, I feel like he has to do some type of something. Ironically, like, I have Texas Tech knocking off Duke, but <laughs> I mean, if Coach K wants to go out like a total loser, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Like I already told you, we dumped him off in Cameron yeah. like two weeks ago, so I'm cool with that. So we'll see how that goes. Let's move to the East, where we do have North Carolina, and I am also going to change my pick now that you pick Marquette. I'm picking Carolina off the muscle of not being Bucko, <laughs> but, but but dominating Marquette in the first round, and then losing. And ultimately to Baylor in the next round. Who do you have coming out of that division? I have UCLA going to the Final Four in that bracket. Nice. I have Kentucky. I think that's actually a very tough bracket. I have Virginia Tech. I mean, it's the toughest one. Yeah. I have Virginia Tech beating Texas Mm -hmm. uh, as my upset. I have Texas actually winning that game. Yeah, I have VTech beating Texas as my upset in that game. And I have Purdue being a a really good sleeper. I have them being a really good sleeper, but I just think Kentucky is uh, right now under Calipari is just really battle tested. Like they know what they're doing. They're playing really good team basketball. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm not sleeping on UCLA. Like you, like you said, I'm not sleeping on UCLA. I think Baylor just has a one too many injuries. They don't look like the same national championship team that they brought to it last year to the South, man. We have Arizona. I have Arizona kind of flying through that with Villanova, probably giving them a tough, a tough out Villanova or Tennessee. I got Villanova winning that. Um, wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised. Jay Wright, amazing coach. Yeah. Like I, they're I, tough. They're I mean, so tough. They are. Like they're really battle tested. Yeah. They're battle tested, and I know him far too well. Like I seen what he did to us in the national championship <laughs> game. Still hurts my soul to this day. But I just think Arizona. I personally think Arizona has the best team in college basketball. As far as like overall team, I feel like they have the best team and they've been playing the best basketball. I'm not sleeping on Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're tough. Yeah, I'm not sleeping on Tennessee. I think Tennessee will be solid. Um, I think being overvalued in that region is the Houston. Yeah. I don't really see Houston being all that this year. I know that, you know, they've made some decent runs lately, but I don't really see them being that. I think Illinois, as long if they can stay healthy. Uh, Illinois, think, yeah, they're a good team. They have Coburn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Yeah, like, that dude is that dude is a menace. Yeah. But I think Arizona has the best team, so I'm going with Arizona. And then in the Midwest, I have Iowa coming out of that. And I think you had Auburn, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I got Auburn going to the Final Four. Yeah, I had out of all the number one seeds, which one do you have losing first? Um, I believe I have Baylor 
No, actually, I have I have Arizona losing the second round to Seton Hall. So wow, yeah, Arizona losing. <laughs> I got Arizona in the championship. You got them losing in the second round. Yeah. One of us is gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Come next pod, <laughs> make it or break it. Yeah, good lord. I think I have um. I think I have Baylor. I mean, not Baylor. Excuse me. I think I have Kansas. To me, it was it's really a toss up between Baylor and Kansas because I feel like they're gonna have the hardest matchup. Sweet come Sweet Sixteen. If Kansas is there, they're gonna face Iowa, mm-hmm. and if Baylor is there, they're gonna face UCLA. Yeah. So I feel like th- to me, it's just it's gonna be one of those teams. Ultimately, who do you have winning the title and cutting down the nets? I have Gonzaga facing Villanova in the championship and. Gonzaga winning it all. So you have Gonzaga, you have Gonzaga winning it all. I, I don't know what it is. I just can't, I can't give Gonzaga the the win it all thing. It, I think it's just the division that they play in. It's so easy. The, yeah, their their uh, their conference is just so easy. But so. even their bracket is fairly easy. Other than like Texas Tech, who is going to be tough. I just, I, don't, I, I mean, Duke is not going to be a hard out. Duke, Duke is Duke, losing Texas Tech. Duke beat, Duke beat Gonzaga already <laughs> in the regular season. Actually, That's a regular season. Actually handled them, <laughs> and I think they'll do the same thing. I, don't think, I think so. they'll do the same thing if they get to them. Now, Duke can't lose to Texas Tech. Yes, they will. But if they beat <laughs> Texas Tech, I do think they can beat Gonzaga again. So it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, man. Some quick takes before you get out of here. Baker Mayfield, what is he doing? Why is he telling me his middle name is Reagan? <laughs> I, I see why he doesn't like Odell now. I get it. I get it. <laughs> hey, man, he was listening to Marvin's room drinking some wine. <laughs> his feelings was hurt, dog. He, he was hurt. <laughs> like, he heard it. They were, they were thinking Cleveland. about it. I was like, <laughs> all right, knock it off. Cut it off. Whoa, out. whoa. <laughs> Dear Cleveland. Ew. Thank you for embracing me and my family. I was like, dog, you, you're still on the team. Yo, I gave it my all, and your all was trash. <laughs> like, you gave it your all, and your all was horrible. It wasn't you, enough. You need to give more than your all if that's all you were doing because your all wasn't cutting it clearly. But, yeah, man, uh, do you think Baker Mayfield is leaving Cleveland? I think that. Regardless of Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't think they're going to sign him to a long-term, long-term extension. No. So I think he will be eventually out of Cleveland, yes. Do you think that he would be a good fit in Indy? See, it's tough, right? Because, you know, I don't know. Because I know he's not going to be a fit in Seattle. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Them boys, Maybe. the mindset is different. Fam, if he go to Seattle, <laughs> Tyler Locke is never catching a pass over 30 yards. And that's all he did with Russ. Yeah. He's never catching a pass over 30 as yards. As long as he, take care, if he, if he can take care of the ball and – Indy, I think he'll be fine. I mean, you can't. I mean, Carson, good look, Carson Wentz was there, and we saw how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and they booted him off yeah. to Washington. <laughs> yeah. So where do you think right now, let me ask you this, where yeah. do you think Jimmy G is going? I think the loser of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes is going to land him. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I think Indy's obviously in the conversation, yep. but I think that Indy, Carolina apparently Indy's a, a really sketchy because of his injury right. history, which anybody right. should be. Obviously, right. can barely can barely stay healthy. I think Indy Indy's a good destination for him. I think Carolina. I don't know if he wants to go to Carolina because he oh. wants to go to a contender. Yeah, and then the Saints are probably likely to get Watson. So you're down to Indy and Carolina yep. and Seattle. You're not trading the end division with Seattle. So it's going to be Carolina I mean, or Indy. For me, I, I wouldn't mind trading him in the division. I don't think he's going to make the difference. So <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, if I send Jimmy G to the Seattle, I'm not threatened at all <laughs> by the Seahawks. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. We are blowing y'all out the water. Don't even worry about it. 
you're just gonna be worse. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't I don't think his market is as big as obviously it once was now that we've seen a lot of teams, you know, move around. I thought it was gonna be Washington before they made a wins trade and then Yeah, I thought I thought he would have been a, a solid fit in Washington. I also think he could have been a, a decent fit in Pitt. Yeah. Um, I think he could have been a decent fit and in Pitt. And, for and they went and got Mitch. And Mitch. We seen the odds. Like we 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 seen the odds. So I mean, we'll see what happens. We're gonna keep our eye on it. The, the, the Watson news should I assume would come before our next pod. I'm assuming Friday by Friday. Yeah, so I'm assuming by our next pod, yeah. the Watch some Watson news will have broke. So we're gonna keep our eye on it. But that's all we got, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. It is March, so please fill out those brackets and also salute to the women as mm-hmm. well. Women's History Month, Black Lives also matter, and COVID is still a thing, guys. It's still nasty out here, guys. Germs are spreading rapidly just because the weather's fake warm. Like, let's not get carried away. They're about to shut China down again. <laughs> for, let, for COVID. Guys, let's not get let's not get carried away. Want to continue to send our support to the ones in Ukraine and the situation going on over there. And we thank you guys for all the support that you give us on the podcast. And we appreciate all the likes, the shares, and everything that you do for us, guys. Yeah, man. We appreciate all the love and support you show us on all the social platforms as well as all the streaming platforms we do send our prayers uh to the ukraine hopefully that situation gets resolved and fixed and we don't have broken families and people dying and being killed and all those kinds of things yep guys COVID is absolutely still a thing please 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 still wash your hands my goodness please wear your mask six feet apart all those kinds of things like this is not done. Like we're not over COVID. COVID is still here. <laughs> it is here to stay, ladies and gentlemen. Be it really is. Look, don't don't be fooled. It is still here. But no, we appreciate all the love and support you show us. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play, Play Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those things. <laughs> all those things. And yeah, everybody build a bracket. Want to see if you can beat me? Doubt it. I'm out of here. Yo. Really solid, ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like the me. We got us a hit, they can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.